Welcome to the Inspire Church Podcast. We hope this message will equip and empower you to reach your God-given potential. Inspire Church is all about loving God, loving people, and inspiring our world. Visit inspirechurch.com.au for more information. We change the world. The Holy Spirit's watching over His Word to perform it. We have the power to speak life. We have the power to speak into our families, into our relationships. Often people want, what's the most important thing I can do to, to, you know, to keep my family together? Pray the word. Pray what the word of God says. Find them in the word of God. Find out what God says and then begin to pray according to what God says. You know what it's called? It's called spiritual warfare. And we are in a war. I don't know if you know that, but we're in a war. People don't want to, you know, talk about the devil. Oh, no, don't talk about the devil. You might get him riled up. He's a, he's a loser. I read the back of the book. Hello. I read the back of the book and we win. And do you know what a good battle is? It's a battle that you win. We're in a good battle. We're in a good fight because we win. But we have to actually do the battle. We have to fight. The Bible t- teaches us how to fight this, this spiritual warfare in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul's greatest teaching. In verse 10, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, I love that. Not in your own power, not in your own might. Be strong in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay, let's, let's, let's fight the right enemy. So often he's got us fighting each other, right? Stop doing that. You know, people often ask, so how do you get past a a disagreement? You know, well, we just disagree. Disagreements won't stop you. You just have to know how to get past disagreements. And the way you do it, this is, this is, this is a key. Say you, if you could picture in your mind a boxing ring up here. Okay. And typically say husband and wife, one's on this corner, the other's on that corner. The bell rings and you both come out swinging. (laughs) We're in a fight. Who's going to win? No one wins that fight. No one wins that fight. That's not the way you fight. Why? Because you don't battle against flesh and blood. The battle is not against each other. So what you do is before the bell rings, you walk around the ring. You put your arm around each other. And then when the bell rings, you identify the problem. And it's the devil. It's the lie. Every single, every single problem in our life started with a lie. Identify what the lie is, and then together you fight the battle. Really, it's one of the greatest, it was one of the greatest lessons in life. Learn how to fight the right enemy. Fight together against the real enemy, not each other. And so we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. All kinds of stuff that could go there. But just recognize we're in a battle. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Stand, therefore. I love that. Stand. You know what the next word after stand is? Stand. Stand, stand. It's like stand, stand. It's like stand, Amplified. It's like stand exponential. Okay? Stand, stand. On what? Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Know who you are in Jesus. Amen? The word of God will not fail. Everything else is going to perish, but not his word. Every single, every single letter in God's word will come to pass. Really, we live in such a world that's crazy. 
Our world's crazy. But in our world today, we just, we're just, and, and I'm not pointing fingers at any person. It's not people. It's the devil. But we need to know how do we stand? We stand on the word. We stand on what, sh- what can't be shaken. Everything else will be shaken. But my word, God said, will never be shaken. Want to build a great relationship, a great marriage? Build it on the word. If you are looking to build friendship, build it on the word. Build around God's word. Always put the word of God. Put Jesus in the center of everything that we do. And he goes on to say, taking up the full armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil. Stand, stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, put on the garment, the breastplate of righteousness, having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which which you be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, and listen to this, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying. Drop the mic. The only aggressive weapon we have is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying. Wow. That's the key. That's the key. Stop praying all the fear prayers. Stop praying all the what if prayers. Start praying the word. Pray what God says. Take what God says and thank him for what he said. Because what he said will come to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away. But this will come. Read the back of the book. We win. In your marriages, in your families. Every single one of us. We've, we've got situations in our world where we need to learn to fight. Second Corinthians 10 verse 4. says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty. In God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity. The Bible teaches this way. Don't just let your head go crazy. Take control. Take control of your thoughts. Think the word of God. You know how you take control of your thoughts? This is really you know, important to me. If I told you, stop thinking about the black cat. Everyone in the room is thinking black cat right now. <laughs> Do you know how you stop thinking black cat? You have to exchange it for something else. You've got to replace it. Replace the wrong thinking with the right thinking. And you know how you replace it? Use your mouth. It's impossible to say one thing and think another thing. You're not that good. You can't be speaking your, your you know, story and thinking someone else's story at the same time. You want to take control of what you're going on up here? Use your mouth. That's why it's a weapon. The sword of the spirit is what comes out of your mouth. It's the word of God. You read the book of Revelation. Jesus, you know, he's pictured as this double-edged sword coming out of his mouth. It's amazing how important it is speaking, 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 speaking. When you speak, you are taking control of what's in your head and what's in your heart. And you begin to change you. 
Often we want to pray prayers so that the world changes, but first we need to change. First we need to change. And when we take the word of God and we speak it and speak it and speak it, speak it over our life, we begin to change. And then out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. And I used to stutter. And really my whole life was controlled by stuttering. Really, really, everything was controlled by it. And then one day I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, and I stopped stuttering. And people said, well, what happened? I found out out of the overflow of my mouth. Out of overflow of my heart, my mouth spoke. And I can remember the first time I ever spoke in front of a bunch of people like, like this. You, you have no idea. It, it, was, it would have been the scariest thing in the world. I never even went there in my thinking because it was so painful to think that way. But if I was asked to speak in front of this many people, I would have peed my pants and run the other way. But I knew what the Bible said. The Bible said in Matthew 12, 34, that out of the abundance of your heart, not out of the reserve, not out of, I've heard that, not out of the, you know what, I I can look up that file someplace in my brain. No, out of the abundance of your heart. What does that mean? Out of the abundance means you can't help but say it. It, it, It's overflowing out of you. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So I got up in front of that first bunch of people I ever spoke in front of. For the number of years, really, that I first used to speak in front of people, I had no confidence in myself. All my confidence was in him who was in me. I just got my heart full. And when I spoke, I was just like I took the cork off and let it come out. Really, 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 really changed my life. Can you imagine? For all those years, 25 years of my life, I, I, I ran from speaking. And today, look what I'm doing. Do you think that the devil didn't have a clue? He does. He has a clue what your ministry is. And often it's the very thing that you've been running from. God wants to use you. And how does he use you? You find it in the word. This works for every single one of us. We need to fight our battles in the word of God. So what do you do? If you're going to fight for your family in the word, fight for your marriage in the word, there's three things. Three things you need to do. First, you need to find it. You need to find it. You need to get in the word of God and find what does God say. Find what does God say about whoever it is in your world, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children. You, you may be here and you're not even married yet. And, but God knows your future. He knows your spouse. He knows what's going to happen. Find it in the word. What does God say about those people in your world? Once you find it in here, then number two, you need to speak it. You need to speak it not because what you say once is going to change the world, but what you say over and over and over again is going to change you. You need to speak it so that you get it inside of you to the place where it comes out of the overflow of your heart. It's so important that, that we use our words. The Bible says in Joshua 1.8 that this book of the law shall not depart from my mouth, but I'll meditate in it day and night. It's an, it's an ongoing, not depart from my mouth, so I'll meditate in it. You know why? When you're speaking it, you can't help but think it. You can't help but meditate it when you're speaking it. Meditate, one of the words for meditate actually means to mutter it, to keep on speaking it. I'll, this book of the law, this, this word of God shall not depart from my mouth, but I'll meditate in it day and night. Why? So that I'll do all that's written in. See, once you begin to put it inside of you, it begins to change you. 
And then once you do all this written there, and then he says, for then I will make my way prosperous and I will have good success. Yes, you and I build our worlds. You and I build our relationships. But first you've got to build you. You've got to change you. And once you change you, then you go and change the world around you. It's amazing how that works. God wants us to have the best life, but it doesn't come to us. It comes out of us. But what comes out of us, you've got to first put into you. And that's why you take the word of God and you find it, first of all, and then you speak it, and you speak it, and you speak it. And then thirdly, you call it. Now here's where most people don't get it. The Bible tells us that God, the way God is in Romans 4.17, he calls those things that are not as though they were. He calls those things that are not as though they were. He doesn't call what is as, as if it wasn't. He calls what isn't as if it was. So he speaks not to what is and telling it to leave, go away. He's speaking to what isn't there yet and calling it. For many years, I wasn't the, the husband my wife needed. But she began to call those things that are not as though they were. It's like you get in an elevator and you're on the first floor and you want to go to the fifth floor. Do you not press Number one, you're already there. But most people talk that way. All they speak is what they see. All they speak is what is now. Don't do that. You have the power to change the world. In the beginning, God spoke and said, let there be. And then he gave us that power. He gave us that power. Don't, don't, don't press one. Don't speak what you see. Press five where you want to go. Start calling those things. Start, start calling your children, calling your spouse, calling your, your family members, what God says about them. And as you call those things that are not as though they were, you begin to change the world. And I, I know this doesn't sound like a relationship message, but it really is the key to all relationships. We're going to have such a great time tomorrow night. I really encourage you. We will talk about relationship things, communication, things like that tomorrow night. And whether you're married or not, um, it's going to apply to every single person. And I promise you, if you've got friends in this world, their struggles are relationships. And we'll answer their questions tomorrow night. We've been doing this for years. And I think it's the best thing we can do is help people answer the questions they really have. Could I ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes? All across the room... I just want to give you a moment of privacy. Just you and God. And then I'm asking you to listen. Listen. What's God saying to you today, right now? What's your takeaway today? Every single time we come together, and we hear the word of God. It changes us. How will you be changed? And then I'd love to pray a prayer for those that would be honest with God, with themselves. You're not where you need to be with God. When you walked in this place today, your relationship with God wasn't what it needs to be, what it should be, what it could be, what you want it to be, what God wants it to be. Don't leave that way. It's, it's a choice. I'm going to ask you to make a choice to say yes to God. Maybe when you walked in here, you didn't know Jesus. 
as your Lord, your Savior. You didn't know if, if you were a Christian. You're like me. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm a Christian. I believed in God, but I wasn't sure. I didn't know. Maybe you know about Jesus, but do you know him? If you don't, I want to pray a simple prayer for you. I won't embarrass you. I'll pray for you right where you sit. But you and only you can say yes to God. Maybe when you walk in this place, you say, I remember a day when I prayed a prayer like that. I know what it means, but I also know I'm not where I need to be with God. I know it and God knows it. There's a distance between me and God. Maybe you just got sidetracked and you found yourself away from God and, and you need to know God is not away from you. He's open arms. And if you'll just turn around, come back to him, you can leave this place on track with God. And I'd love to pray a simple prayer for you. Pray this with all your heart. Let's talk to God together. Everyone say this, Lord Jesus. Everyone say this, Lord Jesus. I believe in you. You died on a cross because you love me to take my place, to pay for my sins. So I ask you, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Be my Lord. From this day on, I want to serve you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap, church. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this life-transforming message. For service times, upcoming events, or to find out more about Inspire Church, log on to inspirechurch.com.au.